before we start, mm. why don't we just ask the Holy Spirit to come in yeah. and uh, let's invite him in to give us the words of wisdom that we need. Holy Spirit, right now, before we even start looking to the word of God, would you just enlighten us? Mm. Would you give us the words to say? Would you take away our thoughts and imaginations and all our, our human uh, ideas and give us God ideas, give us your insights, we pray. Mm. And thank you that we have ears to hear and that we'll be able to take these words and grow and plant it in our heart and bring forth a harvest. We ask in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. 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 We want to start our series, a uh, little mini-series within the series. Mm-hmm. We are busy with Transformed at the moment for the last couple of weeks. But inside this little series, we want to have a look at Transformed by a Voice. Yes. And uh, it's quite exciting, isn't it? It is, yeah. And we've looked at various people in the Bible and how a voice, but does not any voice, Wayne, has transformed their life. Correct. The first thing, Claire, before we even start, have you ever heard that expression that I have a voice? Mm-hmm. And so, so I'm like, even little kids, I have a voice. <laughs> and what are they actually saying when they say, I have a voice? They're actually saying, is, I have influence. I would like to have a say on a matter. I'd like to influence mm-hmm. the outcome and the direction that it's, uh, the situation is going to take. Mm-hmm. So before we even start, when we think of transformed by our voice, voices influence us. They do. They change the direction that we as people go in. So it's so important to be listening to the right voices. There's so many voices that we hear uh, just <laughs> that right now I can't help it. I've seen the news mm. and the media. Have you, my, mm. it's every five minutes, every conversation is revolving around have you heard the latest, yeah. the new lockdown rules or this or whatever the case is. And it's bombarding us. And what are they trying to do? They're influencing us. It's directing the way that we go. As social media is another one. Have you ever noticed when you're on Facebook or Instagram, whatever, if someone's having a great holiday and they're enjoying themselves, then you feel, oh, and sometimes you think, oh, but I didn't have a holiday like that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden negative thoughts sometimes can creep in as well and jealousy and stuff. Right. It influences us, not so. Uh, our minds can be filled with voices, Wayne, and some of them are even perceived voices. You'll see somebody or they'll do something and say, that person thought this or that about me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's not even a real voice. Or else they wrote something on social media and you take it personally and it's the last thing in their minds, but you read into that situation and it's a voice that you hear in your head. They don't like me. They don't want to be with me. And it's all perception. That's right. But we've got to face the fact we have an enemy. Mm -hmm. The devil is walking around like a roaring lion. He's trying to influence us. He's got a voice too. And he's trying to twist things. He's trying to get us into fear, doubt, and unbelief. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the enemy has a voice. Mm -hmm. And Jesus was impacted by that voice too, wasn't he? And Eve. That's right. (laughs) We'll have a look at that in a moment. But there's one here that we wrote down and I smiled at it. Even our religious traditions, our upbringings, is a voice. Mm. Uh, you know, just the very way that we do things, our background, our religious tradition has influenced us. Sometimes when we do, like maybe we break bread a little bit differently because of COVID and we're in lockdown, and all of a sudden your religious voice, but that's not right. Mm. It all says who? 
Who said it's not right? Is it in the Bible? <laughs> it's a voice. It's influencing us. And your family. Yeah, your family. Have you ever heard your mother's voice in your own head? Yeah. Or a parent approach? <laughs> oh, mom, uh, we love you. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching online. <laughs> but yes, uh, so often uh, I'm doing something, or even your voice. I can hear your voice sometimes <laughs> sneaking into the, the kitchen. I want to get something out of the fridge. I hear, wait. Like in my head, I can hear it. Those voices. Yeah. Is and most importantly, we have God's voice. <laughs> he speaks to us. That's right. Very importantly. Yeah. And that's the voice that we actually want to influence us. Mm. We want to be influenced. We, God has a voice. He wants to influence the situation. And we should be listening to that voice. There's a great scripture in John chapter 10. And uh, instead of us just reading it, we thought we'd show you this quick video. I am telling you the truth. The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. The man who goes in through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The sheep hear his voice as he calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. When he has brought them out, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow someone else. Instead, they will run away from such a person because they do not know his voice. Jesus told them this parable, but they did not understand what he meant. So Jesus said again, I am telling you the truth. I am the gate for the sheep. All others who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Those who come in by me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come in order that you might have life. Life in all its fullness. I am the good shepherd who is willing to die for the sheep. When the hired man, who is not a shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees a wolf coming, he leaves the sheep and runs away. So the wolf snatches the sheep and scatters them. The hired man runs away because he is only a hired man and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. As the Father knows me, and I know the Father, in the same way I know my sheep, and they know me. And I am willing to die for them. There are other sheep which belong to me that are not in this sheep pen. I must bring them too. They will listen to my voice and they will become one flock with one shepherd. The Father loves me because I am willing to give up my life in order that I may receive it back again. No one takes my life away from me. I give it up of my own free will. I have the right to give it up, and I have the right to take it back. This is what my Father has commanded me to do. Again, there was division among the people because of these words. I love listening to that, Wayne, and I, I got really impacted by John 10, 3 to 5, and verse 10. I'm, I'm going to just read that again Read it for again, us. yeah, come on. So it says, to him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. Sheep hear his voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. 
And when he brings them out, his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yet they will no, by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him for they do not know the voice of a stranger. Mm. And then to verse 10 says, the thief does not come except to steal and kill and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So the voice, true. whose voice are we following? Our own voice is quite big in our own head, isn't it? Mm. We mm. hear our own voice, but there's a, there's a world voice and it's kind of like I thought a beat of a drum. And sometimes we get into this rhythm of mm. a drum beat that the world puts on us and we just start going to that rhythm. I think it was the old Vikings who when they used to row their boats and there'd be a drummer hitting yeah. out a rhythm and they'd row to that mm. rhythm. And I think the voices in the world and the voices in our head and especially social media and the news, it's causing us to row to their mm. tune. They're influencing us and we just have to row and row and row. Get, it's like a rat race going around in a it circle. It is. It's like a rat race and it can be... Uh, because of comparison, mm -hmm. Wayne, we feel mm -hmm. like we have yeah. to keep up with that. It could be because we, we're so afraid. They've, they've made this term FOMO. We're so afraid of missing out on stuff that your kids have to do all those extramural activities because I have to keep up with what everyone else is doing. You are living to someone else's rhythm. That's right. And we should be actually living now, according to John 10, 10, according to his rhythm. Mm -hmm. It says there, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but I have come that you might have life. What's the mm -hmm. purpose of the thief? The enemy, all these outside voices is to actually do us damage. Yeah. You know, they're not there for our good. No. So the, it's the voice of Jesus that he's going to build us up. He has come. Claire, you know, the, uh, Pastor Andrew spoke about this many, maybe a year or two ago, and he was talking about these two a clash of two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of light and there's the kingdom of darkness. And we need to be aware of it. These mm. two kingdoms oppose each other. And so often we just fall into the the uh, the trap of listening to the one. Am I saying that all news is wrong? No, I'm not saying all news is wrong. And I'm not saying all social media is wrong. And I'm not saying our moms are wrong or our families are wrong. But to what extent are we putting emphasis on what they say versus what the word of God is saying? That's and right. I think we need to have that clear. You see, what John 10 to 10 is saying is when we listen to Jesus' voice, success comes mm. in our lives. It leads to abundance. It's like Psalm 23. He's going to lead us to green That's pastures right. and right. it's going to be life. That's right. But the enemy... When you start listening to the wrong voice, if that's what's driving you forward, it's going to lead to destruction right. and death. You're talking about pastures, and I can't help think about David. Mm. And there he's in the pastures and he's listening to God's voice. And then he gets summons to go to the battle to take his brothers some cheese and biscuits. And they're in an, uh, a war going on with the Philistines. And on the one side of the valley is the Philistines and on the other side is the, the children of Israel army. And they're opposing each other. And there in the middle is a giant. Yeah. And the giant has a voice. Yeah. And the giant's got his finger around and he says, does. I'm going to kill you <laughs> and you're going to be our servants. And, you know, and he's, he's taunting them. I think the message puts it this way, each morning and each evening for 40 days, 40 days on continuously mm. intimidating, Goliath took his stand and made his speech. Made so his speech. here's Saul <laughs> and the guys yeah. listening to this every single day. And what would, did, what happened? They got bound by fear and it actually paralyzed them so they couldn't do anything. They weren't moving forward. They weren't moving back. They were paralyzed by fear because of a voice that was in their mm -hmm. face all the time. But they were living to this beat, this right. rhythm 
of fear day in, and day intimidation, and they they were actually paralyzed by this. That's they? right. And for some of us, this was going on for 40 days. Some of us are now seven months in COVID. That's right. And someone's been saying the speech over, <laughs> over, over and over. over. Maybe it's uh, illness. It could mm. have been going on for a year. Mm. And that is what 40 days is dictating that voice in your head. You're going to die. You're not going to make it. However, David is in the field. Mm. Okay. And he's also listening to voice. That's right. But not the voice of Goliath. And this voice has been training his ear because he comes up to the situation and he says, I'm not afraid. I've taken out the bear. I've taken out the lion. Why? Mm. Because there was a right. different voice that was leading his life. He was listening life. to God's voice. That's right. God, God wants us to succeed and have abundant life. And the mm. devil is wanting to kill, steal and destroy. So which right. voice transformed the voice of God speaking to David. But Claire, the funny thing is, actually both voices transform, but one for the negative That's and right. one for the good. True. And whatever voice we start to focus on and listen and start to follow is going to have an impact mm-hmm. in our lives. Uh, I see from that story, when we listen to the enemy's voice, mm-hmm. it brings defeat and fear. But when I listen to God's voice, it brings faith and victory. Very, very clear. Another one that I was thinking of is, uh, it's Jericho, the city of Jericho. Jesus is walking around and he's coming into the city of Jericho and these two blind men yeah. and they're sitting there begging and everything mm-hmm. like this. And, and you know what? When they first saw or heard, heard the voice of Jesus, mm-hmm. they heard a voice, they shouted, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And immediately the crowd says, hey, be quiet. The, it actually says in the multitude, try to shush him, try to say, stop. Just sit down. You don't need that. And they rose up and they said, no. And Jesus said to them, what do you want? And they said, we want healing. They had to put aside those multitude of voices. And we are faced with multitudes of voices. And we have to make a decision. Whose voice are we going to listen to? But even though the crowd still were chanting, shut up, be down, stay quiet. And they were putting them in the box, they still called out to Jesus. They could have missed out when on the healing. You talk about John 10, 10, God's voice, Jesus' voice was going to lead them to healing. That's right. Or the multitude's voice would have made them sit down the same and stay yeah, there forever. Yeah, correct. Another story comes to mind of, of the woman with the issue of blood. She'd been bleeding for 12 years mm-hmm. and she was at her wit's end and she had tried everything and it just got worse, wasn't getting any better. And then the Bible says she heard about Jesus. And again, this one shocked me because, you know, it was society. It was religious tradition Mm. that said she had to be cast out. It was she wasn't allowed to be accepted in there because she had this condition. She was an outcast Mm. and she still pressed in. Had she listened to the voice of society, had she listened to the the norms of the day, Mm. of the church or the ruling party at the day, then she would never have received her healing. For 12 years, she was intimidated by the voice of tradition or religious tradition that would say, you are unclean. That's right. And if you come into this area with these people, you are going to make them unclean. And she, you need to go back into the scriptures because David and Goliath, David and Goliath, they heard. The That's right. Israelites they heard, heard. They did. The people were, who were blind, the two blind guys, it says they heard. She heard. It's clear in Scripture. She, she heard. Okay. And she said, I heard that Jesus is there. And I know that if I go and touch his clothes, I will be made well. 
she had to turn it on its head and say, I'm mm. not going to be bothered about that anymore because when I touch Jesus, I will be made clean. What story have you heard? What have you heard from a doctor or from a medical report? Now, I'm not getting against doctors, but what have you heard? Have you checked out what Jesus has said mm. or are you just going to listen to one voice? What has the government said? What is the job that you're working for said? Are they saying retrenchment? Are they saying sickness? Are they saying not enough? Are you hearing the words lack? Stop listening to those voices and start listening to the voice of Jesus. We're going to press into his voice where we're going to have victory and have faith. If we listen to the wrong voices, it's going to lead to death. Matthew 6, 33 says, seek his kingdom first. And this is one of the examples where we can put him first way because all those other voices don't compare to the voice of God. We have to put his voice first. Yeah. I, I was flicking through here and I got to Acts chapter 10. Mm-hmm. I've got to show you this clearly. Here's Cornelius. You all know the story of Peter and Cornelius. Mm. Uh, and Peter, it says here in Acts chapter 10 verse 9, he goes on to the roof and he starts to pray onto the housetop roof and he starts to pray and he became very hungry. <laughs> I tell you, it's amazing. When I pray, I get hungry too. I must be like Peter there. And he he got, was very hungry. He got very hungry. And then he fell into a trance. You know, I do that as well. Sometimes when I'm praying, I fall into a trance as well. <laughs> How many of you guys just press the hearts button? You're praying and you next thing you fast asleep. Go on, don't be so holy. I know. So, you know. Peter is there, he has this dream or a trance or a vision, and he sees this blanket mm. come down from heaven, uh, and all the different animals are on there, and the, the um, instruction is, rise, Peter, kill and eat. Mm-hmm. Three times he yeah. has this, but I want you to notice something. Do you know what his response there, Claire, was? says, no. Yeah. He no. said, not so, Lord. No. This, I know that I shouldn't be eating My this. religious tradition says we don't do that. Yeah. No. I don't do that. And here was so ingrained into Peter, his religious upbringing and the background. Now, he was a fisherman, but he still knew, no, we don't do that. Jewish people don't do that. So he was ingrained in him, yet here was the instruction from God. Just a couple of verses later, verse 17. Now, he's thinking about this, and all of a sudden, he hears a knock on the door, and the Holy Spirit speaks to him and says, hey, Peter, these three guys downstairs, they're wanting you to go along with them. He they, listen. He heard the spirit of God's voice inside, but God Almighty knows that had he just heard that small voice inside, he, the voices of his head, the voice of his religious tradition would have said no. And God had to reinforce this with a revelation, with the revealed word of a dream. So Peter was able to put the two together and said, when I hear something in my spirit, I check it out with a revealed word. Yeah. This week in Sofa Church, we've been reading Ephesians chapter 3 mm. and verse 6. And, and there Paul talks about how the word has been revealed by the Holy Spirit to the apostles and the prophets. This is the revealed word. When you start to hear God's voice and you say, I'm not sure, I, I, I'm not sure if that's God. Is it me? Is it the enemy? I don't know. Go and check it out in the revealed word, mm. the inspired word of God. That's where we check it out. And oh my goodness. That's a voice he heard. It's so amazing because God backed that up with a, um, how in the physical there was three men standing at the door. So it confirmed the word that he'd received in the vision. And this mystery of revelation that Peter got intrigued me because when you look back at the life of Jesus, when he was alive, Peter was traveling with Jesus and Jesus demonstrated that he was not prejudiced or biased to people. He ate with Levi. He sat with the lady yeah. at the well from Samaria. He, he and healed he drank the, the water. Roman centurion's son. Yeah. He was not biased. He wasn't but biased, yet, no. Peter 
hadn't had that revelation and by the he Holy was still Spirit, trapped in his religious tradition yes and by the Holy Spirit through this vision that he got he finally his eyes were open said you know what Cornelius the Gentiles they need salvation and you know it wasn't just that they got saved they got filled with the Holy Spirit the power of God hit them and it wasn't just Cornelius he brought all his friends and his family the whole thing a money revival <laughs> and now because of that every single one of you and me all mm. of us have got Jesus and we've been receiving the Holy Spirit ever since praise the Lord for that thank you that required someone to hear a voice they heard the voice and did you notice that that voice transformed the situation my goodness David and Goliath David transformed the situation Mm -hmm. the two blind men the situation was transformed because they called out to that voice the the woman with the issue blood she was transformed because she called out and she pressed in she heard his voice you too can be transformed by a voice but the right voice the voice of God let's Uh, get practical for a second let's just end all with some practical steps you know a shepherd Claire A shepherd's job is to feed his sheep. Mm -hmm. He has to protect them from wolves and whatever would hunt them. And he also has to guide them from one field to the next. He does three things. He feeds them, he protects them, and he guides them. That's what God does for us. Mm -hmm. He's our shepherd. We read it earlier in John 10. We read he feeds us and we've got to hear his voice. That's what God does. He feeds, protects, and guides. What's our our role? Our role is, I believe, when he says... We're going to, I'm going to feed you, that we have to give audience to the shepherd. We have to listen. Correct. You've got to eat what he gives us. Yeah. Yes. And then the part about him protecting us is he can't protect us unless we align with him. Mm, we have good. to align with the shepherd and do what he tells us. And then to, he, he wants to guide us. Our job as the sheep is to follow. I want to come back, Wayne, to this part about the audience. So he wants to feed us. So we give audience mm. to the shepherd mm. or to the king, mm. to his voice. Uh, the word here, actually, in the Strong's Concordance means to give audience. And it made me think of wow. an example of like, you know, when you go to a lovely theater show and you go in and you sit down, you've bought your program and the lights dim and the production begins mm. and you mm. sit there. You really give your attention to that, that theater show, don't you? You mm. take it all in, you try and comprehend what's going on. You listen, you love the music, and you actually leave there humming the tune and go home and download the music. You've given specific audience to That's listen right. and understand, and this is what we need to do with the voice of God. Are we giving him audience? Are we really hearing? It's a great verse about that, Claire. There is, isn't there? Romans. <laughs> Romans 10. Romans 10. Verse 17. Look, mm-hmm. Read this one. Romans 10, 17 says, So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So our faith is built by hearing, but right? That hearing is like an audience. When we give an audience to God and his words, then faith rises. Mm-hmm. That's what we've got to be doing. Are we spending time on a daily basis reading the word of God? Yeah. Are we listening to extra podcasts? Are we taking this podcast, going through it again and mm. picking it up and reading those scriptures and studying them out? Or are we just going to be trapped with the social media and the news? And, so and this, the, this yeah. word is a voice. It is a voice. Are we listening to it? It's and so important. That when we're having our quiet times, isn't it so important to actually take that word and speak it out of our own mouths? Mm. That's that's actually when we start to speak and hear ourselves saying this word, that's when faith rises the fastest. That's right. That is when it's at its maximum, when we begin to speak the words that we're hearing from the word of God. So are we giving audience 
Jesus shepherd. You can also build your faith by listening to testimonies of right. other people that are talking about Jesus and what he's done for them. So when you tell me all the exciting mm-hmm. things Jesus did in your life, I hear it and faith rises up inside of me. So faith has to come. It's so important. We've got to listen. It's so important who are and what are we listening to. But Claire, talk to me a little bit about aligning, aligning to the voice of God. Well, I think this is where we can do the checkup in our lives because like we talked about before, even those blind men, there was multitude of voices. We are surrounded by multitude of voices, but how we figure out which is God's voice, our voice, the enemy's. We have to align to it. We have to align. So he's trying to um, protect us. Mm. And so what we do is we come to the word, say, does that voice align with this word? So when that voice says that you're no good and you might as well take your life, actually does that align with no, the word doesn't. of God. No, it doesn't. No. So, so we don't pay attention to that voice then, do right. we? No. It, it reminds me of a phone. What happens when you get something on your phone that you don't want? You delete it. Mm-hmm. It's like going to your settings and you go into your settings there and you can press reset. That's and right. sometimes in our minds, we, with all those negative voices that we've heard from the past, from our upbringing, we have to put reset yeah. and reset it. Uh, my phone as well, it's got the, the Wi-Fi settings. <laughs> and and um, sometimes you, you go into another room or you go to another house or somebody's house and it's remembered the, the Wi-Fi settings, but there, something has changed. Mm. So now your phone is all confused and you have to go to a little feature in your phone and it's called forget network. Yeah. And I think sometimes as Christians, we need to go and press the reset or the forget mm. network because we've heard voices in our past yeah. telling us wrong things. And we have to say, I forget network. Yeah. It was a deliberate action I push on my phone. Forget network. Mm. This has to be in our minds and our hearts, a deliberate action. Forget mm. past. Forget what happened mm. to me. Forget the hurt. Forget I'm forgetting the past hurts and the, the insults and the voices. Forget, reset, I'm now moving forward mm-hmm. in faith. And there's some social media platforms, Wayne, where we can yeah. really take a stand and we say, yes. I don't want to see this anymore. Reset. So I can Forget. go in there Unlock. and I can unfriend mm. or I can unfollow. There's something, some voices yes. we have control over. And Your miracle stop. is more important than the number of friends that you might have. And some of those friends may not be giving you the good advice mm. or the right inputs. We need to reset, unfriend. We need to be so intimate with God. And you can get to that place when you're reading the word. Yes. And it's like, you know, when your mom phones you, on, you she doesn't have to say, hi, this is mom. Mm. You, I recognize you her recognize voice. her voice as soon as she comes on the line. Yeah. And this is what happens. The more time we spend with the shepherd, the more you hear his voice, That's the right. more you know his voice. That's speaking. because you are following. That comes up to the following. Mm. Are we tuned in? Are we following on his voice? Yeah. Here's something interesting as I was meditating on it. The voice that we're tuning into is the voice that you follow. Mm, say that again, Wayne, because that's really powerful. The voice you tune into or the voice that you give audience to will be the voice that you follow. Mm. Because that actually comes from John 10. He said, my sheep will know my voice and they follow me because they know my voice. Mm. So if you're starting to follow somebody, that means you're tuning into what they say. Mm. Have a look. Are we, we're walking down the path, having a walk just this weekend. And along comes somebody and they nearly jumped into the bushes because of COVID and things. And I felt like I needed to walk around shouting, unclean, I'm unclean. I'm not unclean, I'm fine. I'm but the, they freaked out about because of fear. And because what are they listening to? 
not, I don't want to go down that road. I tell you, it makes me mad because we are so indoctrinated that we can't even smile anymore and be polite to people, or say hello anymore because of that. We need to listen to that. But I want to turn it on its head. Listen to this, Claire. The voice that you follow means that actually that voice is the shepherd. Yeah. And the shepherd's responsibility is to feed you, to guard you. So who are you giving you? that authority to? So if I'm if my, if if I'm totally guarded by the voice that I only listen to is the media, then it's their responsibility because they're now my shepherd. They have to provide for me. They have to. And this is you've what, excluded God totally from the equation. This is what John said, doesn't he? he said that you shouldn't follow the stranger or the hireling because they don't even care about you. Only Jesus left the sheep and came and gave his life for them. They won't give your life for you. They're not there for you. And they just lead you into a path of death so that you have to tune your voice to follow the right shepherd. That's right. I tell you what, I hear so many times voices in my head. You're not going to, you don't have enough pension. You're not going to be looked Mm -hmm. after properly when you're, and I've got to stop those voices and say, stop. No, because he says, my I will provide your every need right. in this word. Yeah. The Lord Jesus is my supplier. He's my source. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, what can man do to me? God is so much bigger and in control. As we close, Claire, we need to ask ourselves some questions. And I'm asking myself this question. How many minutes, how many hours a day do I give audience to the news mm-hmm. and social media? How many hours or minutes a day am I listening or watching that device. Well, some people, Wayne, right at this moment, are really getting excited about downloading a track and trace app mm. that could perhaps guide or lead them. So you have the, the world and the word kind of mm. at war with each other. Mm. Why don't we get excited about downloading the version app? The Bible app. And you yeah. can actually listen to the Bible being okay. read to you. So More effective are, than the other one. <laughs> let's let yes. the right voice start That's to right. lead us. And, and you can plug into that in your lunchtime and, or in the so morning. I'm giving hours to watching the news headlines and social media and I'm scrolling. How many hours do I spend reading the Bible, yeah. reading His Word, getting those podcasts in my spirit and building myself up? Because those are the words that lead to life. Yeah. Those are the ones. Or lead to death. So what we're hearing, we were saying, is going to transform us. What That's voice right. are we going to listen to and spend hours, spend, spend that time with Him? That's right. We are going to do that. This week I challenge you. Spend time with Him. Develop. Listen to His voice. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember, if you're not sure, you say, oh, is that me? Is it religious tradition? Is that that? Check it out in the Word of God. If it's not in the Bible, Leave it alone. Yeah. If, but if it confirms it in the Bible, if it's good and upholsome and it's edifying, then you know it's from God. Yeah. Then you can go for it. I'll tell you what, we could, because if we listen to his voice, just like what happened with Cornelius yeah. and Peter, miracles happen. Can we just close by giving those practical points again, Wayne? First of all, we give audience to the shepherd. That's right. Then we align ourselves with the shepherd's words. And then we follow his words. We're going to close out with a song, aren't we? Mm-hmm. The Lord is our shepherd. We are not alone. And his spirit lives inside of us. Enjoy spending time with your shepherd this week. Thank you, Pastors Wayne and Claire. Awesome, awesome word this yeah, morning. Thank you it? so much.